Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. excited to share the word of God today as always this is the Lent season <coughs> uh, Lent started Wednesday uh, it's, a, it's a time where people uh, sacrifice or they, they don't indulge as much as much in a lot of luxuries uh, to remember Christ's sufferings it's a time of observation uh, and recollection to remember what the Lord has done for us in all of his suffering so many people are refraining from drinking alcohol from smoking from cussing, from being upset, from some from TV, some from social media, some from certain foods they're fasting, some they're just refraining to remember the sufferings of God. If he can suffer to that degree, surely I cannot have my phone. For a, it's quiet on this side. My phone. Oh, no, no, I'll I put the burgers down, but I'm keeping my phone. <laughs> it's a time where people refrain from certain luxuries and leisures or, or, or to, not really necessities, but luxuries and leisures to remember the sufferings of our God. I preached a sermon a while ago. I'm not going to talk about it too long. I called it Lent for Life. What I'm saying is the things we so heavily observe in this season, it should actually be a lifestyle period. Right, exactly. exactly. Never mind. <laughs> like, you shouldn't cuss people out, period. You shouldn't be getting drunk off alcohol, period. You should. Well, let me get off y'all list. Never mind. Some people are like, I'm not going to have sex. It's Lent. Well, if you ain't married, you, it, should, it should be. Never mind. I'm going to leave y'all alone. <laughs> no, baby. It's Lent. No, baby. No, boo-boo. Not, it shouldn't be. It's Lent. It should be, I'm saved. Never mind. That's why I didn't preach that today. I know y'all wouldn't like it. See? Ooh, don't talk about refraining from nothing. Let me do what I want to do and God still loves me. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, but it's levels to this. It's levels, <laughs> it's levels to it's levels to lifestyles. Certain sacrifices give you certain benefits. That's all I'm gonna say. Let's just say we're all going to heaven. Amen. Good. Your Savior going to heaven. You sleep. We do whatever we want to do, but His mercy and grace. Let's say that's true, and you still go to heaven. You're gonna have a lower level lifestyle. Your all your years until that day. I don't want to live in a shack until the rapture. I don't want to catch the bus until he returns. Okay, it's quiet over here. I don't want to be depressed until I go to heaven. Come on, y'all. I don't want to be stressed out and sick until he comes back. I want to be whole now. Matter of fact, I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord. Look at somebody say, right now in the land of the living. I'm sorry. I'm trying to calm down. So this year we're focusing on as we go, as we go. Ten men that were lepers said, Lord, have mercy on us. Jesus said, go show yourself to the priests. As they went, they were healed. Whoa! As they went, they were healed. They were not healed when they got the word. They were healed when they began to walk it out. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. I'm nowhere near who I'm about to be. (laughs) Woo! 
Y'all haven't, see, y'all don't even know what you just said. But somebody got destiny on the inside, and y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Get a good look at me now, because I'm nowhere near what I'm about to be. But tell the other neighbor, oh, but I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Oh, I feel that thing in here. Selfie time. Selfie time. Get your phone out. Woo. Joe, you might want to, somebody stay on there. I ain't going to preach too long because I got to go. Woo. Get your phone out. Get your phone out. Get your phone out. Get a good picture of yourself. Take a good selfie of yourself. Ready? One, two, three. Clack how. Get a picture of yourself. Get a picture of your row if you can. Get a picture of everybody on your row. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Yep. Throw up the live sign if you want. Do whatever you got to do. Everybody take a selfie. Yep. There you go. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's enough. Okay, all right, all right. Tell your neighbor, I'm so sorry, but I had to do that because I had to document today because by this time next year, I'm not going to look nothing like I do right now. Anybody ready for God to elevate you? Okay. Tell your neighbor, get a good look at me right now. Because you may not be able to recognize me next year. Because I'm going from glory to glory. It does not yet appear what we shall be. But I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm becoming. And as we go, he's healing me. The issue I got today, I'm not going to have tomorrow. The pain I feel in this season, I ain't going to have it next season. The disappointment I feel today, I ain't going to have it the next season. So get a good look at me now. Take note of all my weaknesses. Because you're going to see him turning into strength. Woo! I know what I'm talking about. I hope y'all got a good picture of yourself. I hope you got a good phone that will capture the date, what the date is. Because you're going to look back next year this time and say, look what the Lord. I said, look what the Lord has done and he'll do it for you like we said a week ago a while ago he'll do it for you if you promise to give him the glory i'm gonna say it again. i'm gonna say it every week say neighbor get used to me saying these three words now look at him and say god did it god did it Whoa, that's if you don't go to live you don't understand that's those are three very dangerous words in this church. Whoa! Look at somebody else and say, God did it! That's trouble. Whoa! I know you went to school. I know you got an education. I know you planned it out and you followed your own plan. But ultimately, it's God who did it. It's God who made a way. It's God who brought you through. Okay, I got to calm down. Sit down. You're rushing me. You're rushing me. You don't have to be perfect today. He that has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He that has performed a good work in you shall perform it. I see a seed. I see a seed. He performed the work in you. 
and it's going to perform it until he returns. You're, con you're going to continue to sprout. You're going to continue to evolve. You're going to continue to grow. All right? But those of you that are looking for the outward success now, and you just started your journey, understand that seed grows down first. So the, the reason why God gives you a word, and he doesn't just let things happen to you outwardly, because you have to become the person that can harness the blessing. Okay, so he gives you the word, then he deals with you. Girl, your husband is on the way. Whoa, hold on, y'all. Y'all right? I'm just, I'm just doing an example. <laughs> Unless God told you that, I was just giving an example. <laughs> so don't go to the mall at the church. Where is he? Where is he? Uh-huh, he's in the Louis store. Let me go to the Louis store. <laughs> you, your husband is on, he's going to find you. Whoa, he told you that not so you can look because he that findeth a wife. He didn't tell you that for you to look. He told you that for you to become. Are y'all hearing me? He said that so you can become husband worthy. Your blessing is on the way. It's not just to look for it. It's to become blessing worthy. Your healing is on the way. <gasps> change my diet. Change my habits. Because I'm becoming healing worthy. The Bible says walk worthy of the vocation which you were called. And I know that means work and stuff like that. But I'm trying to mix, you know, I'm trying to mix it in. He gives you a calling beyond you and tells you to live up to it. He gives you a vocation beyond you and says, walk worthy of that. Everybody's future should be beyond your means. You should have something to live up to. Look at your neighbor and say, live up to it. So we're talking about as we go. Let me hurry up. As we go, God is perfecting things that concern me. So I say that on two fronts. I say that so you can take a little pressure off yourself. You ain't got to be every woman today. I'm every woman. But not right now. <laughs> but I'm on my way. I'm not every man, but I'm on my way. Just be on the way. Ask your neighbor, what are you on your way to? Oh, that's a good question. Because if you're on your way to nothing, you're already there. So we're, 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 be, we're becoming something new. We're becoming something different as we go. As we go, God is removing layers. Well, no, you know what? I, I'm, I'm reminded of Lazarus. When God brought Lazarus back to life, he told the men, loose him and let him go. Lazarus, when he came back to life, he had wraps and wraps of linen around him. He was kind of hopping out the, either like this, out the grave, because he was wrapped all the way. He was either like this or he was hopping. I, think, I wish I was just there to see that. There's a few things I want to see when I get to heaven. You know what I mean? I want to see the Red Sea. I want to see Lazarus. I want to see the lion's den. I want to see the fiery furnace. I want to see the Titanic. I don't know. There's things I want to see. <laughs> Lazarus came out the grave like this. So you can have new life still wrapped in dead things. Oh, 
Some of us have new life still in grave clothes. And God says salvation is not it. Because you can be saved and bound. He came from death to life. That's salvation. That's a new life. You can have a new life with old ways. New life wrapped in old mindsets. New life wrapped in old habits. He told the men, loose him. Let him go. Look at your neighbor and say, loose me. He had layers of old things around him. Can you love me out of my layers? Oh, because we look at people that got layers and be like, oh, they sinful. Look at them. They so bad. They got, they got a stronghold on them. Uh-uh, don't man. God didn't say, I'm going to lose him. He said, men, you lose him. Can anybody love anybody out of their layers? Because truth be told, you still got layers too. Uh-oh. I, I keep giving y'all a chance. Let me come back over here. You might have a thinner layer. Oh, but you tell your neighbor, oh, you got layers. You got layers. Loose me. Let me go. Let me change. I might start responding differently. Don't call me phony. Oh, wow, you acting new. I'm actually not. I am new. I'm not a good actor at all. I am. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so God said, this is the year. I'm going to try to finish this. This is the year as we go. This is the year to ask, seek, and knock. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open unto you. You cannot be afraid this season, this year, to ask. You cannot be afraid. And not just afraid, you can't be too prideful that you won't ask for help. People will literally die before asking for help. Literally, they'll let themselves, they'll just let themselves go. My grandmother, she's about 96 now, and she, yeah. And she leaned on God real heavy, and we love it, and hallelujah, and thank you, God. She taught us everything. But she just started going to the doctors. She will have pains since her early 70s. Uh -uh, I don't mess with that medicine. And I get it. I understand what she's saying. God, if God going to do it, God's going to do it. God, 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 God. And I loved it. I, I love it. I'm like, we with you, Grandma. We with you. We with you. But eventually, <laughs> you got to partner with God on supernatural things. You do your part. He does the supernatural part. So she was right in the doctor's office like, yeah, I fell down the steps last week. I'm sorry. She was right in that doctor's office getting help. What I'm saying is some, at some point, you got to ask. Don't let yourself die or deteriorate. Ask. If God wanted to be so, then God would. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. He's given us authority in this earth. Whatever you bind on earth, whatever you loose on earth. So whatever you ask, you shall receive. Whatever you seek, you shall find. But don't be too prideful to ask. I know asking, and I always say this, and I'm going to keep saying it. Asking takes a, takes a bit of humility. You got to be humble to ask for stuff because you ain't got it. Anything you're asking for, obviously you don't have. But don't be ashamed. You're not, you're, not, you're not belittled or beneath anybody just because you have to ask them for something. Because you have to ask in this season, but they might have to ask in the next season. Look at your neighbor and say, let me ask you. Let me ask you. It says, ask and it shall be given. What's the other scripture I had? The first scripture I had. Yeah, ask and keep on asking. I like that. And it will be given to you. Seek, keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open 
unto you. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. The Lord told me, he said, tell them, you don't have the luxury to, to speak these terms past tense if you haven't received it yet. What I mean by that is, you don't have the luxury to be like, I asked. Oh, I, did you get that? No, I asked. No, I asked. No, you don't have the luxury. If you don't have it yet, keep on asking. Oh, wrong side. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for I couldn't buy. You don't have, if you don't have it, you don't have the luxury to stop seeking. If you, I'm not saying ask the same person or keep asking God, but you might have to search, seek, ask somebody else. If you don't have it yet, you don't have the luxury to chill and say, well, I already, because that's where pride comes in at. Well, I, I did. I ain't about to be asking everybody every five minutes. Well, get used to not having it. I told y'all, I'm going to tell you every week, I don't mind. I, I will ask you for a ride home and my car is out there. I don't mind asking. Ask me. And y'all like, man, that's a, oh, well, all you can say is no, and I need a ride anyway. Ain't no shame in my game. None. It, it doesn't matter. People get embarrassed easily. People think too highly of themselves. Yeah, it's getting quiet in here. We think, you think too highly of yourself. Who cares? We was talking about responsibility Wednesday, and God came through like a Russian mighty wind. <laughs> All right, never mind. Let me get into this. Let me get into this. Asking it shall be get, ask and keep on asking, right? Seek and keep on seeking. That's what I want to talk about now. So ask. You got to ask. Seek is a little different. Seek is a, it's a, it's a tad different. Uh, I like this. It's one of our favorite scriptures, actually. The next scripture <laughs> says, but without faith. It's impossible to please God, right? For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is. If you're going to come to God, you got to believe that he is God. I know you are God. I believe, anybody believe that he is God? I need to, wait, wait, I need to hear that. Is it? Who believes that God is God? I'm making sure I'm surrounded by the right people. Thank you. He that come to God must first believe that he is. Comma. Comma. He is God and the rewarder. Why when I came up in church, I thought he was God the judger. Well, that's another word for reward, actually. But I thought he was God the condemner. God the punisher. No, he's God the rewarder. Tell your neighbor he's a rewarder. God and all of heaven is waiting to celebrate you. Heaven is waiting to celebrate your faith. God is ready to reward your faith. He's a rewarder. He's not a condemner. He's not a punisher. He's ready to bless you. He's ready to heal you. He's ready to help you. Look at your name and say he's a rewarder. Okay. He's a rewarder of them that seek him. Oh, 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 diligently. Oh, look at that word. Diligently seek him. So I'm going to talk this morning not just about seeking, but the diligent. He doesn't reward those that desperately seek him. And I love desperate. And I... I'm desperate for you. Love it. This is not in the Bible, but I love it. No. No, you can find the principle of desperation, but that's not in the Bible. He says be diligent. Mm -hmm. 
diligently seek him. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Next. The plan, I'm going to break it down. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Y'all lucky I got to rush this because I want to slow it down. So the, the, the plans of the diligent uh-huh, lead to profit or prosperity as surely as haste leads to poverty. Most of us think, most of us assume that diligent means quickly. It's a diligent worker. He gets the work done fast. You get it done quick. It, no, 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 no. Diligence doesn't mean quick. It doesn't mean fast. It means constant. Here we go. Diligent. This is the type of person that, that, that finds what they're seeking for. Constant. Persistent. It means attentive. It means careful. Yep. It means consistent. It means faithful. It means tireless. I'm going to break it down. It, it, it means committed. Remember that word? Committed. That's a word that I don't even know if we, it exists anymore because everyone is committed to themselves. Whatever makes me happy, whatever I want, oh, you'll, you'll get that thing. But you, we're not committed. We don't keep jobs. Man, I should have preached the joy of the Lord today. I, we don't hold on to jobs. We stay in relationships for three minutes. Yep, that's too long. Two minutes. We stay in relationships like that, you can't have no, because we don't exercise commitment. What are you loyal to besides you? What are you committed to? Committed is an unemotional choice. I don't have to feel committed to be committed to my wife. I don't have to feel committed to be committed to God. It's an unemotional decision. That no matter what, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay on the course. Come hell or high water, I'm committed to this thing. Is anybody committed this morning? Diligent means committed. It means committed. I'm going to go back to that in a minute. It, this, this word is crazy. I never saw this word before. Diligent means painstaking. P-A-I-N-S-T-A-I-K-N-G. Okay, taking. It's one word, painstaking. Diligent means painstaking. It means I can take pain or trouble and still be committed. Oh, here we go. Read it, it's the regular dictionary. Dictionary, painstaking. I was like, whoa, the diligent means painstaking. So if I diligently seek him, if I get hurt along the way, I still seek. It's quiet. See that? Yeah. If something don't go my way, it don't stop me from still being committed. I can take a little pain. I can take a little trouble. That's nothing compared to the thing I'm seeking. That little pain ain't got nothing to do with the glory that shall be revealed. Y'all, the Bible says the suffering of, God, of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory. Suffering of this present time. Understand that pain is only seasonal. Suffering is only seasonal. The enemy, the enemy gets in your pain moment and make you feel as if this is your new forever. 
Yeah. No pain is forever. Though you'll have different pains. No one pain is forever. This pain, whatever suffering you're going through is only for the present time. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It's only for the present time. I was in Atlanta. I always say this story. I love it. We was at my man Isaac Carey's house. And before we moved to Orlando, we was in the Philadelphia, Jersey area. So I'm not used to like these random storms, rainstorms that the sky was blue and then it's black the next minute. And then like little baby cows are falling out the sky. Big old drops. So we was in Atlanta at his house, man. We was chilling in the crib. He went upstairs. Boom, boom, boom. I said, what? Does he have a weather switch upstairs? The rain started coming down. So we was like, yo, Ike, Ike. Yo, your windows are shaking. Ike, come downstairs, your windows. He said, he came running downstairs. He said, don't worry, man. He said, it's raining too hard to last long. Good God Almighty. I'm here to tell Liv this morning. If you're experiencing something overwhelming, the enemy is giving himself away because it's raining too hard. Tell your neighbor, trouble don't last always. High five your neighbor and say, trouble don't last always. It's raining too hard to last long. If it's a drizzle, you don't know how long this rain about to be. But if it's raining too hard, if you're hit with bills and sickness and family problems and oh yeah, it's about to be over real soon. I just hear God saying it's almost over. I hear God saying to some of you all, it's almost over. Weeping may endure for a night, but somebody say, Joy! It's gonna come in the morning. Tell somebody your joy is coming. All right. All right. Tell somebody else. You ain't got to yell like me, but tell somebody else. It's almost over. Look them in the eye. Let them know. It's almost over. Endure hardness as a good soldier. Because when you come out of this season, you shall come forth as pure gold. Tried in the fire, it's the organ, it's the organ, it's the organ, it's the organ. It's almost over. So commit. <laughs> so don't stop believing just because pain is present. Don't stop praising just because pain is present. I need y'all to be committed this morning. I need y'all to be able to take a little pain, take a little bruising, take a little bump. But God is going to bring you out because many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord, he delivers us out of them all. Ooh, one more thing. I know y'all preaching a lot today just because I'm rushing. Tell your neighbor, you're coming out of all of it. Many are the afflictions. But he delivers you from them all. Look at your neighbor and say, all or nothing. He's going to bring you out. He's going to bring you out. He's going to bring you out of this and that and this and that and this and that and this. You coming out of it all. This is some of y'all last season with that. That's all he told me to say. This is some of y'all last season with that. You're not dealing with that the next season. You're going from that to this. Anybody ready to move from... Okay. Y'all, I got... 
I'm almost done. Committed. What are you committed to? 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 Because let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Sit down for two seconds. I got six minutes. Dougie Fresh, you're on. So, <laughs> stop. We in church. What y'all doing? <laughs> she start beatboxing. <laughs> Sit down. Any reward, what's up, pops? Any reward or blessing or breakthrough or next level, anything God gives you, it's always tied or attached to responsibility. So while we want so much from God, you're asking to take care of a lot of things. Well, here we go. Don't, ha don't ask for 17 blessings if you can't take care of six. Anything new is going to render, is, you're, you're going to need to be responsible for. So why we want, I want old things, I want new stuff, new, new, new. Well, maybe the old is old because you didn't care for it. You got to be committed to care. We got single, we got single mothers in here whose father, baby dad, baby daddies don't commit to at least a child. I don't know you if you're here, so don't get offended. I don't know no father who don't take care of their kid in here, but there are some that exist. That's why I said it. You don't even commit to what's yours, but you want something new. Maybe, yeah, you feel me? Why and how would you want something new and you're not responsible for what you have? See, see y'all clapping? That means it makes sense to us. If it makes sense to man, how much more wise is God? Right. So it makes super sense to him. So that's why he's like, nah. And y'all like, bless me. I have. Are y'all? I have. And you were not careful or diligent with what I gave you. So now you're over it with our fleshly narcissistic selves and we want new from God. And got an attitude that he ain't released it yet. I say it all the time. Why you want a new car and you still got french fries in the, in the belt buckle of the car you got now? Alright, y'all want the truth. You still got barbecue sauce behind the driver's seat in that little kangaroo pouch. Polynesian, Chick-fil-A, sweet and sour, teriyaki, honey glaze. I feel hungry. Ooh. You want a new car and every bug you hit in the last month is on your windshield. That fly is from a month ago and the wings still do like this when you drive because you ain't clean. <laughs> Be diligent! Where does it make sense to want something new when you have not cared 
from what the Father gave you before. He'll observe the care you had for the previous and release the next because of you. You are diligent. We look at the gifts. God, this is old. Give me another one. He's not moving because of the gift. He's moving because of you. He don't say, yeah, that is an old car. Let me give you another one. No. He assesses how and why it got old. You never changed the oil. You never put, you never rotated the tires. You never, you ran the car all the way down. Now that it's old, the problem is not the car all the time. It's the owner. So I got to change the owner before they drive around in a rusty Rolls Royce. That was so good to my own soul. Because you can put a, never mind. If you put somebody with a poverty mindset in a mansion, that's the first time you see roaches in the mansions. Look at your neighbor and say, take care of what God already gave you. <laughs> All right, let me move this quickly. Man, I'm almost done. So here's some antonyms to diligent, really quick. These are things that are opposite of the word diligent. Lethargic. Just sleepy and tired. Like I rebuke the spirit of lethargy over Orlando, period. <laughs> I understand being chill and laid back, but don't be lethargic. Get some pep. Live. I'm going to talk to y'all every week like this. I'm from up north, so we got a little more. And I understand that, you know, Orlando got a little more chill. I don't mind the chill, but don't be lethargic. Don't be unaware or unattentive or, or non-diligent. You can chill, but be diligent. All right? Lethargic, lazy, idle disinterested and unenthusiastic so you're seeking God like this hallelujah hallelujah thank you God oh Jesus praise you hallelujah. that's not diligently seeking him I'm enthusiastic because of who he is what he's done and what I'm expecting him to do Look at your neck. Never mind. Y'all not with me this morning. Anybody got a little bit more enthusiasm? Because you know who you praising. You know what he's done. And you know what he's able to do. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. It says, poor is he who works with a negligent and idle hand. But the hand of the diligent makes him rich. Tell your neighbor, be diligent. Uh -huh. Here's a scripture in the Bible. Uh, uh, Jesus here is talking about, uh, 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 first he talked about a, a shepherd who, who lost one sheep. He left the 99 and went and got the one. Then he went on to this story about a woman. Let's go there now. He said, either a woman, what woman having 10 pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, she light a candle and sweep the house and seek Diligently till she finds it. And when she finds it, she calls her girls, I found it, and they have a party, right? Basically, that's what it's saying. Rejoice with me because I found it. We're going to have a party, y'all, because I found my nickel. 
or a piece of silver, wherever it was. So if she loses a piece of silver, she doesn't just seek it. She diligently, which means carefully. You don't just rip the pillows back. Where's that? No, carefully sweeps the house. Being attentive to every sweep because it might have got caught in the brush. See, we... You got to pay attention to detail this year. Oh, you got to pay attention to details this year. Did you hear what I said? Pay attention to details, whether, whether it's sweeping to find something or whether in relationships or whatever. Pay attention because God gives us red flags the whole relationship. Look at y'all now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When, once you break up and you mad, you look at everything. You look at every out God gave you. I should have left then. I should have left when he first smacked me. I should have left when she first went crazy. I should got pay, pay attention to details. You feel me? <laughs> Do nothing without intention. Do nothing without intention. The Lord told me, He said, Tell him what whenever we do a thing. With intent and purpose, we benefit every time. Whenever you do something with intent or purpose, you always benefit. Always. Even if you, I'm going to do the lowest thing on the earth to me. Even if you want just scrolling social media, I just want to be entertained and have a little fun before I go. You can, you, you'll, be, you'll benefit. All right, I know that's low, y'all. I'm just saying, yeah. What, what, whatever you do, don't, I'm saying don't just be idle. Let me just, don't just be scrolling. Why are you on social media? Details. Why are you on social media? I want to check out what Pastor Ty is doing. Well, go to my page. Don't just do everything with intention. Why are you dating somebody? Why are you looking to date somebody? Why are you, man, it's, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Do everything with purpose and intention so that you will benefit. We do a lot of things for no reason. And after everything, we're, we're empty. Kenneth, we're empty. We're wondering why we're years and years and years and we're just getting drained and drained and drained. Because you had no, even if your intention is to just help somebody, that's your benefit, that they are helped. They ain't got to pay you. Because your purpose was to bless them. Why get quiet over here? They ain't got, they don't, they should, but they don't even have to say thank you because my intention was to give to you. So I'm pleased and I'm blessed because I fulfilled my purpose in this exchange. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, if somebody call you, hey, what you call, why? Why are you calling me? <laughs> that's, that's extreme. But make sure everybody has purpose. So that everybody can benefit. You can't afford another three-hour conversation where you're just drained. Come on, y'all. Can y'all? Please, a little more, a little more. I can't afford another five-hour exchange with you where I feel like slitting my wrist after I talk you out of suicide. What's the purpose? You may not like your job, but your intention is to get paid. So I'll be all right till Friday. I'll be all right. Tell your neighbor, I'll be all right. 
That's how we say it. No, we don't, I, I will be all right. No, we say I'll be all right. Because my purpose here is to get paid. Well, praise God. Well, hopefully some of y'all actually care for the people you serve, and then that's a different story. It takes it up levels. Even if you sell cars, you care about them. So your purpose is to make sure they're good while you're making money. You know, it's just levels to that. But do nothing without intention. If you give to somebody because you expect them to give back to you, tell them that. Because you're going to give to them the next five years and be mad. They never give me all the time I gave them. Well, tell them if that's your intention. Man, this is life lessons. Let me get y'all in church. Because this is like life lessons. But that's what church should be about. Jesus didn't come that you might have church. He came that you know how to live life. I feel that in my spirit. That's why you're at live. That's why you're at live. The church is not called church. It's called live. So that after you leave here, you know how to Matter of fact, while we at it, scream at your neighbor and say, live! I command you to live. I command every dry area in your life to be saturated with the power of God. I command every dead thing in your mind to come to life in the name of Jesus. I lose creativity. I lose creativity in the house. I lose it in the name of Jesus. I lose energy. I lose enthusiasm. Let it go all through this building. Wake up, wake up, get up, get up, stand up, stand up. Live! If you're alive, scream! Ah! Let me close. Live! 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 Look at your neighbor and say, I'm alive! Act like it. Move like it. Think like your brain is alive. Talk like you're alive. All right, I'm sorry. Let me get this over with. Y'all sit down. He's looking for the diligent. He's looking for the person that knows how to commit to something. Which is why most young people don't have many gifts. Because they have not yet nurtured commitment to anything. You're not committed to school. You got to go. <laughs> I'm committed to my fourth grade. No, you're not. You're fourth grade. You have to go. You know you commit it when you don't have to. Oh, this is so good. I hope you. God wants commitment, which is why he removed the law. He removed the law. Thou shalt not, and thou shalt not. Let me take that away. Jesus. Just have a relationship with Jesus. Because if I set you free... And say all things are lawful. Let me, let me throw this out there, Liv. And I know it's on tape. I know y'all watching. And y'all going to call me a heretic or whatever. That's cool. You can do anything. Let me just say that. Let's just, let's just use that. All right? As a, as a thought. You can do anything you want to do. Anything. All things are lawful. But everything is not expedient or beneficial. So if I set a lion free on I-4... Y'all all scared. Like, I'm taking the other way home today. I'm taking. <laughs> if you set some, if you, God said, I'm not going to control you. I'm not going to give you all these laws. I'm going to set you free because I want to see what you're going to commit to. 
If you're totally free, whatever you lean to is where your heart is committed. If your wife or husband came home and said, hey, you can have anybody you want, baby. It's cool. I, I ain't going to trip. It's cool. Yeah, I know. That I ain't telling nobody to do this. But your wife said, we good. We just so you can have anybody you want. I just, I'll be home. I just, I love you. I'm just going to be right here. Whenever you're done playing the field, I, lo I love you. You're my husband, and I chose to love you. So go ahead and do whatever you want. If it's on your heart, I don't want you to be, feel like you have to come home to your wife. Go ahead. Do whatever you want to do. Whatever. If he comes straight home after work, why the ladies, I thought the ladies would be like, ah! If he comes straight home after work with some flowers, there you go, okay. And dinner? <laughs> and let you eat dinner while he do the laundry? Thank you, ladies. Where y'all been? Sit down, babe. Sit down. <laughs> you know where somebody is committed when they don't have to do it. God wants to be loved like that. That's why he says, hey, nothing shall separate you from my love. My love for you is an unemotional choice. While you were yet sinners, I died for you. I chose to love you. So you, you, you can't escape my love. I don't care how ratchet you are. It don't matter how ratchet you are. I still love you. I don't accept everything. I don't agree with everything. I want to change most things, but it doesn't change how much I so now knowing that he loves us, do we go do crack and sleep with every hooker and, and go to strip clubs? And, and I know we're saying no, but I did extreme things. I named extreme things that some of us still may be engaged in, and I love you all. But we have that type of freedom in Christ where the spirit of the Lord is. So what's your commitment? Do you still wake up any day and pray? That's like... You don't have to do that. That shows your commitment to him. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Let me, let me end this. So when you ask, when you ask and when you seek, check this out. When you diligently seek, if you're seeking from a person, if you're asking from a person, this is a lesson, y'all. Do not go without a gift for them. Even if it's a compliment. All right, go to the next one. So Saul here, watch this, y'all. Watch this, and I'm going to end on this because this I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy this a lot. Israel wanted a king. God told Samuel, I'm going to show you who the next king is. Saul is going to look for his father's sheep or donkey. He says, we can't find it. The servant says, well, look, there's a prophet in the area who's highly respected and everything he says come true let's go there and let's ask him where the sheep is I mean he's a prophet he's a seer he can tell us what we're looking for because we're seeking right and Saul said to his servants if we go what can we give the man it's not just about asking somebody for something it's about what can I give you if it's a compliment thank you so much for I, I don't know if you don't have money something Yep, this is good. I'm, 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 I ain't going to stay on too long. So, something. He said, the, the, the food in our sacks is gone, and we have no gift to take the man of God. What do we have? Wow. Servant said, I got a little something. So they took their little something, and they went. They went on their way, and they began to ask the man of God, 
hey, we need to ask you something. Where are our donkeys at? Okay? So next scripture says this. <laughs> the day before, or a couple days before, God told Samuel, the man, there's a man coming your way. That is the next king. Anoint him king. He's coming now. When you see him, you'll know who it is. So they're approaching this man, and, and, and Samuel sees, like, oh, that's the one he's talking about. Just then Saul approached Samuel at the gateway and asked, can you please tell me where the seer's house is? He says, I am the seer. Samuel replied. <laughs> Samuel says, go up to the place of worship ahead of me. We will eat there together, and in the morning, I'll tell you what you want to know and send you on your way. Oh, 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 and don't worry about those donkeys that were lost three days ago, for they have been found. Wow. Hold on. I'm here to tell you that you and your family are the focus of Israel's hopes. Here we go. Here we go. You diligently seek the Lord. Diligently seek people. Diligently seek your answer, right? They come upon their answer. They say, hey, can we, can we find the prophet? I'm the prophet. Go ahead of me. And whatever you're looking for, I'll tell you what you need to know. And by the way, the thing you were looking for is already found. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so he said, but you're, you're sitting here, you're sitting here because I'm about to tell you who you are. You are looking to find something, but you're actually going to find out something. Okay, okay, okay. The Lord told me to tell y'all, diligently seek. I know it's simple, but let it get in your spirit. Diligently seek him. I know it's simple, but just please get it. Seek. You have to start seeking because once you start seeking, you find other things you weren't looking for. Y'all know you've been looking for your keys and you found your bracelet. <laughs> looking for your shoes and you found some money. You ever been looking for something and found something else? And you were so glad you was looking? Yeah, God says there are other things I need to add to you. So you need to start seeking. So I'm putting what you really want before you as bait. But it's really about what you're going to find along the way. God, oh, God says you're looking for one thing, but you're going to run into my purpose. You're looking for one thing, but you're going to run right into destiny. You have no idea that this is all a setup. Tell your neighbor this is a setup. Woo! He said, y'all are staying. I got to go. Oh, my goodness, I'm late. Everybody stand. I know. Stand, 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 stand. You're looking for sheep. And God is looking for you. You're looking to find these donkeys. And God is saying, you're going to walk right into destiny. I know you're seeking whatever you're going to seek, and please diligently seek it. But that's why you have to be diligent about it. Be careful and attentive, because you're going to find so many other things besides just the thing you're seeking. God has so much in store for you in the journey to what you're ultimately seeking. And some of y'all are going to find out that you're the king. You're going to find out that you're a king. You're going to find out that you have authority. You're going to find out that you're a queen. As you seek him, he's going to reveal who you are. As you seek things, he's going to show you who you are. You're going to run right into purpose as you go. But you have to start seeking. You have to start doing it. Because God is looking to see what you'll reach for. David said... One thing have I desired. 
and that will I seek after. You, you, you seek after what you really desire. What do you desire this morning? Once you seek it, God will open up other things that you never thought possible. He'll open up destiny to you, and you'll be so glad that you started. God is a master orchestrator. He's a master orchestrator. He told me to tell you what you're, he told me to tell you this, and I'm going to go. What you're looking for is nothing compared to why you're looking for it. He knows the reason why he has you on that pursuit. And it's to show you who you really are. I know you're looking for a thing, but the purpose of you searching is so you can walk right into your next level. You have no idea the arenas you're about to walk into just because you're seeking. The realms you're about to step into just because you're seeking. But the realms do not come to you. Levels don't come to you. You go to levels. Is anybody ready to go to the next level in here? Oh, I can't hear you. Is anybody ready to go to the next level? One more time, Liv. Is anybody ready to go to the next level? You could be seeking anything. Come stand with me, love. You could be seeking anything. You could be seeking a husband, a wife, or whatever. And while you're seeking the thing, God is working in you. That's why you have to start seeking, because there's a working in your seeking. There's something he's doing in you while you're going towards something. So if you don't seek and you wait for everything to come to you, you remain undeveloped. You remain without certain character and integrity. There are certain things you gain in your pursuit. There are certain character traits that you acquire in your pursuit. And as you do that, you pick up this and you pick up that and you pick up this, then you're able to sit on the throne of authority in your life. But you've got to start seeking in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for diligence and commitment in the house today in the name of Jesus. We all gather here today. I know we want a blessing. I know we want to hear something that will make us, hey, hallelujah. But we need commitment. We need to be committed to you. We need diligence. So I pray diligence in the name of Jesus. For the diligent are the ones who prosper. I speak prosperity in this house in the name of Jesus. That everyone prospers in the name of Jesus. I said, I pray that everyone prospers in the name of Jesus as we seek you diligently. Let us be enthusiastic. Let us be careful. Let us be excited. And let us be full of praise, honor, and glory. For you are the God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. And for that, we praise you this morning. Let's give them praise, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.